go. I always like how I accidentally get the go in when I'm re- when I do the intro bit. You're just uncoordinated. I mean, yeah, but it doesn't matter. See, the trick is I'm going to cut that out, but I'm going to leave in the part where I discuss not cutting it out. Because it's in about like half the episodes we need. We need like a stats guy. Hey, if if anyone in the niche in the if any of our friends, that's what we call them, right? Uh, if, yes. any, if any of the Tru- pod- truckers, if any of the podcast friends, I like truckers, to be honest. I why are we truckers. why are we 90 episodes into this and we never thought of truckers? I, you know, I we that, might have already. I can't remember all the episodes. Yeah, if we've if we've done truckers before engage anyway, speaking of truckers, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band, the killers, the number one podcast of the trilogy of obscure killers. Song title pun podcasts. Terrible intro, Spencer. I'm your host, Spencer Palio, <laughs> and with me, as always, is the president of Depressionville, Michael L. Nance. Michael, what's the L stand for? Lexapro, uh, which everyone in my subjugation has to have because I want them depressed. I want them to stay there, and I want them on the pills so we make lots of money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, I'm coming out the gate hot. Okay. That's a spicy one. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, um, but shit, I've I lost my train of thought. Oh, right. I, I did want to mention this. So I noticed I got recommended a user on Instagram the other day, and I'm constantly like troll like sneaking into your Instagram or into the pod Instagram and just being like, hello. You know, just logging into (laughs) it. And there was a user who had another obscure killers song title podcast. And I've been trying to, like, find episodes of this because I think I don't know if they're like going to work on it. And I like have already like pre outed them, but it doesn't matter. The point is there's a third killers podcast and it also is named after an obscure killers reference. Oh, really? What is it? It is. uh, And if if this person, if you're listening, I am so sorry. I'm outing you right now, Um, but I don't have a name for you, so it doesn't matter. Uh, But there is a Get Trashed podcast. Oh, yeah. Possibly in the works, potentially in the works, and it will be excellent. And everyone should go listen to it if you're listening to it. And if it sucks, it doesn't matter. Keep listening to it. It'll be great. I'm 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 giving them free advertising because I because uh, I don't care. And if it never and if, care. and if nothing comes of it, then that's fine, too. But I saw that it existed and I thought it was really funny that like, where's the Mr. Brightside podcast? Where's the the the, you know, when you were a podcast podcast, <laughs> the obvious, it, I think it's because. Like, if like you're making a podcast about the band, you want it to be, you know, you got to let people know you're a real fan and not yeah. some chump. No, you got to you got to broadly appeal it. That's why we chose Soul of a Truck, a common, <laughs> well-known killer's lyric among everyone. 
so that when we where's the man podcast that has to exist now that I think about it, but it's not about the killers. Um, yeah, for sure. It's probably people rewatching old episodes of the man show. I mean, Loki, I would probably listen to that podcast, although would you know, there's would I, you really Spencer only if it was hosted by two by by women. Like <laughs> that would be it. That'd actually be a really entertaining experience. Yeah, no, like, like that would have be two women who have never watched the man show. Watch every episode of the man show. That would be a gr- and just be aghast. Yeah. What if? Yeah, no, that'd be fucking great. I don't know. I feel I, I, I feel like that, like toes that, that teeters a little bit and I'm worried I'm being offensive somehow and I might be. So like if I am, I'm sorry. Okay, that is not my intent. But like. I don't know. I feel like Incredible that might, commentary, it might be it might be, you know, an interesting, a good perspective take. Or or it'll be really cringy, which would also be funny. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would go. It would have to be, you know, you'd have to go into it with good spirits because I'm sure there's stuff I haven't watched the man show in it, forever. It, I, I assure years. you, I, I haven't watched it in a hot, hot minute, but I I have a deep seated heartfelt suspicion that that show did not age well at all. Oh, no, I can almost guarantee it like that is that is quintessential aged like milk um, Mm. programming. A lot of early 2000s stuff is like that. Yeah, because it was it was it was a different time. Anything on early Comedy Central or early Spike TV. What about Spike TV? Still a thing? I think so. What I mean, I mean, Mystery Science Theater 3000 was is has aged great. It has at times become like legitimately prophetic. It's a great show. So well, shit. that that's you know, there's always going to be exceptions to the rule, right? Fair enough. Spencer, you you there? Yeah, I was taking a big old swig of bevy. That's a good call, right? When I ask you a question, well, take a swig. I don't know when you're asking <laughs> questions. I don't. We don't plan this. <laughs> All right, this is. It, you're you're giving you're us under Spencer's, Spencer's skin. You're giving us way too much credit, dude. I don't I don't even know. Uh, you didn't read the questions I prepared for you. No, of course not. There's okay before before we get into the episode, there is one other piece of news that I thought was really funny that's unrelated to this week's episode. By the way, um, it is the 90th episode, and I'm just gonna give you the guys the heads up. Normally, we try to do every 10th episode is like we try to go as hard as possible. This week is not going to be one of those. All right. This is going to be the exception to the rule. Right. All right. There it Ep- is. Episode 100. We're going hard. Episode 110. Hella hard. OK, because we got to clear out all those other songs that like, you know, are are like major songs. But I think I think this one is going to be pretty low key. It's probably not going to be like six hours long. You know, the Google document is not even a full page. No. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? To to cap it all off, I don't have a pun. Michael, do you have a pun? This one was really I racked my brain to even think of something close to a pun. I love that. you. Just, I love that you kind of you thought about it, which is even funny. I did. 
I really thought about it all day today, and I was like, there's nothing that wouldn't just sound horrible or just wouldn't make any sense at all. So I would like it to at least be moderately clever. Okay, well, well, did you think of something? No, no, definitely not. So not even something that re- resembles something, not even a rough draft. Well, well, sorry, Spence. I'm I'm disappointed. I was expecting you to to, to come through there. No, <laughs> see, yeah. Well, you got wrong. Well, you want to just say the title, Michael? Yep. All right. Well, bones then. too. I I really don't know what I expected there, but that was good. That was good. Bones too. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. That's right. The only uh, the only other title I would accept for the sequel to Bones would be Bones Junior. <laughs> I think that would be so stupid. That's um that was an early working name for the character of Sans in the game Undertale. Just so you know. Really, Bones Junior. Yeah. He looks like he looks like a Bones Jr., doesn't he? He does. Yeah, I can see it. He speaks in puns. He's kind of like you, Spencer. You're Sans Undertale. I'm low key Sans from Undertale. Um, Just just Sans Undertale. okay? is that is that it's like an Internet joke? You know what I mean? If you see a character from a game, you don't say, you know, blank from blank you just say their name and then the name of the game as if it's their last name ah it's like cowboy bebop at his computer right exactly so you know you see the monkey character from overwatch you're like oh it's winston overwatch yeah that was the news i was gonna share before the 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 break there that i didn't share before the break so now it's canon um oh no yeah uh the the live action netflix cowboy bebop got canceled after Did it one, really? After one season, they canceled it. Wow. 10 out of 10. Wow. Amazing. I well, I thought it was just originally intended to just be one season. Well, I mean, the. the uh, I haven't finished it yet. Oh, well, I've been um, watching it. Well, uh, next week, uh, if you remember, uh, let us know what you think and let us know if they were right to cancel it. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> There's something there's something about it that's not that's not hitting completely right. But I don't think it's one of those things that I'm like throwing my hands up like Dragon Ball Evolution. Like, why the fuck did they make this? I don't know. It it looked it. I watched like 10 minutes of the first episode and I was like. This doesn't bother me as much as I thought it would, but a lot of but it it just looks bad. I don't like I feel like the aesthetic of it just bothered me. That's one of the things that I don't like about it is that like they obviously went for a stylized thing and some of it they nailed like the way the ship looks. And then like I think they made Jet look really cool and his voice is great. Yeah. Everyone like, likes spot Jet. on. Yeah. Everyone's but a big fan of Jet's character. The guy. Who plays my Jet. problem is, is that at times it kind of feels like I'm watching one of the Joel Schumacher Batman movies. Yeah. You get that vibe? No. Yeah. Or that's I'm, exactly the vibe. It was like, it's like <laughs> it feels like it feels campier than it, it's supposed to be. Right, because the show is not campy. Yeah. The anime is not campy. The anime is cool and very, like, 
it's, it has its aesthetic and all that, but it also it just feels like you're watching like a really long blues song. Yeah. And this kind of feels like you're watching. I don't know. At any point, somebody could start playing like some strange Zydeco music and it might be a little zany. So I, I do feel like they had tried to inject a little bit of Western humor in there. It's 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 like a it's like you're watching a blues. It's like like you're watching like a jazz solo and all of a sudden in the middle of it, the drummer just cuts a huge fart. <laughs> that's kind of that's wow. kind of what it felt like when I was watching it. <laughs> wow. You know, it's just like. You know, it's just like that. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. To, that's going to be Spencer in three years on the street corner. <laughs> doing this one man band. My one man band with like the fucking like, uh, what are they? The plastic tub containers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just, just so haphazardly beating on tubs and farting. Yeah. And asking the, for tips. In the middle of it, just cut a huge fart. And it's. <laughs> the perfect like that's that was the original ending for the film Whiplash. <laughs> I can't imagine. That would just, be hilarious. They just, you know, uh, fucking what's the what's the actor? The the bald guy. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Like, you know, he's like, what, what are you doing? And the guy, the guy's doing all the drums. I've never seen this movie. I just seen the, the ending. <laughs> um, he's doing all the drums. He's doing all the drums. He's like, what are you doing? It's just just. I'll cue you in. And the guy's like, okay. And the guy does the drum solo from whiplash, which is like the whole crux of the movie. And like, and like in order to cue himself in on beat, he just cuts a huge fart. And that's how the movie was originally supposed to end. Cut to black, just eyes (laughs) cut to black. (laughs) Someone, someone edit that. And, uh, and you know, to share that with, with, uh, with the podcast Twitter at soul of a truck pod. Yes. Make Spencer's day. So the song Joseph better you than me by the band, the killers. Uh, yes. Yes. The song we're actually discussing, which we have not said yet. Almost 15 minutes in. I don't care. Joseph better you than me. The The best thing about this song is the lineup. Cause I love Elton John. And I, why did they get Neil Tennant? Uh, cause, cause Brandon is a massive pet shop boys fan, bro. <laughs> Oh, my God. Like they performed at their some sort of award ceremony. Can I'm going to tell on myself here. And for some reason in my head, I didn't realize Neil Tennant was in Pet Shop Boys. I mean, if you listen, I was telling myself, did you think, did you think it was, I thought it was David Tennant, <laughs> the Doctor Who guy? Loki, oh. that would be sick, too. But it's a complete. I thought that's. <laughs> It's like, why did they get the guy from Doctor Who and the Good Omens? Hey, I mean, I love him. Don't get me wrong, but does I mean, he sing? Yeah. Turns out, no, no. <laughs> he might. I mean, Neil Tennant does. Da- David Tennant is a very talented guy. He was a. Uh, uh, there's a there. They. I love how constantly distracted we're getting this week. There's nothing to this episode. If you want, yeah. like, if you want focused discussion on the song, find another episode. You know, don't listen to the first three and don't listen to this one. But anyway, (laughs) no. So Audible did this. um, They did like an audio book version of the Sandman comics. And it's basically 
Neil Gaiman uh, describing the panels while all the parts are like voice acted. And and David Tennant plays uh, Loki, which I thought was really good. Like the Sandman version of Loki. Oh, I I dig it. Yeah. Also, um, wait. Okay, really quick. I'm really bad with Sheens. Which is the Sheen that was in Good Omens? Michael. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen plays Lucifer in that, and I thought that was really good, oh. too. Michael yeah. Sheen, David Tennant, uh, bromance for the ages. Oh, yeah. They are legitimately, like... Also, they show up in a lot of stuff. Right. Right. I, I can only hope that one day we'll go in that Pantheon, Spencer. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. No, I agree. You've got we've got name a- some other famous bromances. You got you know Neil T- or D- Neil Tennant, David Tennant, and I mean Michael Sheen. I mean the two guys from Pet Shop Boys are like BFFs, right? Yeah, and to for a while, and you know, in creative endeavors, Paul McCartney, John Lennon. Yeah, I right guess. after that, <laughs> Polio Nance, Polio Nance. Right there. Creators of Soul of a Truck podcast. Yeah. Us right after the fucking Beatles. That that <laughs> that is some fucking balls. Uh, we're getting there. We're getting close. I can uh, I look at the stats every day and I'm like, oh, we're the Beatles now. Oh, we're the Beatles now. Speaking <laughs> of the have you watched the uh the 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 movie? I've watched the like one and a half. The episodes are like three hours long, so I've yeah, watched one and a half of them. It's literally Lord of the Rings long. If right, if you don't know uh, the the Peter Jackson get back documentary thingy, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's it's really fun to watch. Like I love watching like just these four goobers fuck around in a studio for you know three hours at a time, but. Jesus Christ, Peter Jackson, hire an editor. <laughs> I don't know. He he did a pretty good job. He's been doing these re- restoration films and I'm loving it. I, World War One. He I, video yeah, I, he did was awesome. I haven't seen They Will Not Grow Old. I've. I want to. I feel like it's the kind of thing that I would really enjoy. You would love it, Spencer, because I'm both a history nerd, a World War One nerd and um an enjoyer of old footage of things. So it's, right. it's all my things. It's just, I just never got around to watching it. Well, you'd love it. I mean, ah. I, it's incredible to see footage that's that old be restored even to some degree, like in adding sound to it. Cause there was definitely not sound when they filmed it, but mm-hmm. like some of the interviews and stuff gave me a very, new perspective on world war one. Cause I mean, we only get like the Americanized education version, unless you do your own like reading on the subject. But if you're like a nerd um, like me, I welcome to, right. welcome to Dan Carlin's, uh, hardcore history addendum episode, <laughs> whatever, like one or two where he talks about how the Germans were like two seconds from winning world war one. And that's, you know, quite a thought. Yeah, there's a, quite a there's there's a lot of there's a lot of really good if, if you want like really good World War One content, just uh listen to the what is it like eighteen hour long multiple podcast series um prelude to Armageddon or whatever it's called. 
What, what was it? Did you ever you listen to hardcore I, history? I, no, I haven't listened to all that though. Oh, he did a he did a six part series about World War One, and each episode is like six hours long. Wow, it's, it's it's ridiculous. They're super fun though. It's basically just a really long audiobook where a man yells at you for for like a full day. Do you know what they really liked in World War One? What? The song Joseph Better You Than Me by the Killers. Wait a wait a way to steer it back, Michael. That was real good. <laughs> they were like, Oh, this song from the future is giving me life. Guess I'll just stay in these trenches another couple of days. Because everybody talked like a 1920s newsie back then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They were doing the Charleston and getting blown to bits by improvised weaponry. Is I mean, that is fairly accurate. That's basically what <laughs> happened. I was there. <laughs> There's so many reveals in this episode. I'm I'm really I'm secretly super old. That's like a common thing. God, that explains so much. Yeah. It explains so much that you're actually so old because your your behaviors are that of an ancient human. Yeah. Um, but no, so I really like this song. I hate to tell you this. And also every week that Spencer likes the song, he says he hates to tell me as if I'm going to be like, I'm going to kick your ass. Literally, the first thing you fucking said was like, I fucking hate this song. But you like the lineup of David Tennant from Doctor Who. I didn't say I I hated it. And uh, uh, John St. John of Duke Nukem fame and Brandon Flowers. Wow, no, no one was make the connection to be like, oh yeah, John St. John. Someone needs to, someone needs to, John St. John has a cameo. Someone needs to get him to just read in the Duke Nukem voice uh, the lyrics, the Elton John verse of Joseph Are You Than Me, and then just cut it in. No, I don't hate the song and I don't think it's trash. I think I just, it's great. I'm sick of Christmas music. At you're this point. you're just it, so it's so it's not it's not a it's not a problem with the actual song. It's a problem okay. with you have been trapped in Christmas hell for the last month and a half or month, right. and you have and, and you're you're looking down the barrel at three more Christmas songs to go. And we happened to do three ballady ones. Yeah, slower ones in a row. And it's just really dragging me down. I mean, what what comes after this? Because I don't think it gets. No, actually, no, we're, we have we have two really good ones next. So, we're, yeah, we're 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 home stretching here. It's just you finally. Know, yeah. Speaking of which, I still need to do that interview with Santa. I've been really like slacking in like extracurricular pod related activities lately. What have you been doing instead? Uh, just jerking off, really. I figured just jerking it. Okay. Hi, mom. <laughs> Good to know that Spencer's spending his time well. Just cranking him out just over and over and over again. Oh, we want to do what? We want to get Santa on the pod. I'm busy, Santa. I'm busy cranking it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's in Spencer's. It, that's been in Spencer's Christmas letter to Santa every year. Dear Since Santa, he was 13 or 14, I'd love to keep writing you, but I forgot because I'm busy cranking one out. Love, <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> oh, wow. There really is nothing this week. Oh, it's so fucking this bad. Is, it's like this is where we are. This is where we are. We're talking about just jerking it. Uh, we, should, we should let's go. To, let's go to the Reddit. Maybe the Reddit has something good. Oh, save us, Reddit. Uh, no. 
Well, there's actually something that we get to watch. So there's a Brandon Flowers interview about working with Elton John from KROQ backstage. So let's watch this. We're not going to watch the whole thing. We'll watch like a minute of it. So we are backstage here in Los Angeles at K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas with Brandon. Right Tara Gore, great from name. Elton John.com. You're here because you're doing a collaboration with Elton Also, John. he's got the fucking feather epaulette uh, jacket in the background. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called- he was combing it before she interviewed him. Oh, yeah. Will your it's out now on Redwire. Eventually it will be on iTunes. How did this whole thing come about? We were at dinner with uh with elton i think it was on his birthday and he's so young I, you know i go to dinner with elton on every now and then. no it was uh we're it's we're really lucky brandon just seems uh, embarrassed to be famous he's uh, taken us under his wing a little I bit i mean he, you know he, he comes to las vegas uh for the red piano show so when we're home it's nice to see him and yeah we're, it was at, yeah but it was at his his birthday party and i mentioned that I had this idea for a christmas song and like for him to you know help help write and do it together and he was he was open to it and we did it that's all we're gonna watch of it but i i, I gotta say super awkward brandon brandon can be kind of awkward in interviews this is not the first one we've watched where it just seems like he's very bashful kind of quiet bashful you know, brandon that old bashful b bashy b which is it's I never understood that from like one of the the first killers interviews I li- I heard and listened to through all the way was actually Brandon talking about the man after that song came out and he- how he felt like it was kind of like a a song that was like in opposition to his typical lyricism and his own personality because like typically killers lyrics and especially in the early albums are very much from a place of like the wounded solitary woe is me my my soul right uh (laughs) me sad me sad me sad love hard love hard love my hard on boners (laughs) no this we're not interviewing you spencer (laughs) we're interviewing brandon okay sweet baby boy brandon who wrote replaceable and get trashed sad boy music and yeah. then he writes the man in opposition to that. Yeah. Now, in terms of this interview, he is very bashful. And even though he has this like flashy epaulets jacket back there, he just seems embarrassed to have talked to Elton John and that like Elton John has like taken them under his wing. Which I love. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. I I feel like every like celebrity Brandon is also a celebrity, but you know other famous person that Brandon looks up to encounter goes like this, where Brandon's just like, Hey, and then, you know, they end up becoming fast friends because he's such a sweet, charming boy. And, uh, and then they go and record a song together or in the case of Paul McCartney, uh, they go and perform (laughs) for a bunch of hilariously wealthy, um, uh, oil barons or whatever it was. You know, one of 
you know, one of the Gaddafis probably. If you could see the look on my face right now. That's a real that's a vacant expression. That's a real thing. That's I mean, the yeah, yeah, yeah. we've we've talked about the Paul McCartney thing, but um, there's a whole chapter in Anthony Bourdain's uh, Medium Raw that's just called The Rich Eat Different Than You. And he talks about dating this woman who uh, who he met at like a party thrown by one of the Gaddafis. Wow. And uh, he basically found out that she was a horrible person. Oh, you don't say. And also that rich people are basically just taken advantage of by uh, the restaurant industry, which is a good thing. I'm not I'm not at all hating on this. This is awesome. But it's like one of the funniest chapters in the book, because it's like there's like a in the Bahamas, there's a restaurant that charges like like $120 a plate for a piece of burned to shit chicken because it's for rich people only on a nice beach. Wow. Which is hilarious. Wow. Well, let that be a lesson to you, Spencer. Okay. Don't go looking for love in bars and uh, private parties hosted by Gaddafi. Well, you don't have to worry about that one anymore. (laughs) Cause he's, Cause he's dead. Oh yeah. I heard that was a real pain in the ass for him. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he might've, <laughs> he might've, he might've reviewed that situation poorly. <laughs> Dumbest. No one, the things you would never expect from the episode, just better you than me. Shit talking the Gaddafis. That's that's pretty much a hundred percent on brand for us. Are you kidding? <laughs> it really is. It really is. Who knows? That's, that's perfectly fine. Come because you like the killers. Stay for the Stay. biting political commentary. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, so the second Reddit thread we've got here is by user uh, Inquisitive, who uh, oh yeah, I know. It's I've our, heard of this user. It's our old friend. Um, sandwich. Randy. Randy. <laughs> Randy. Rand Randolph Sandwich. What an incredible name! Yeah, that's that's uh, that's Inquisitive's real life real name, Randolph Sandwich. Okay, here we go. This is uh, so user reading ahead. User Inquisitive. Um says, how do folks rate the Killer's Christmas songs? And they say, um, my highly non-definitive ranking, number one, Don't Shoot Me Santa, number two, Boots, number three, Dirt Sledding, Great Blake Sled. Short version, Joseph Better You Than Me is number 10. Number 10 out of 11. It only out of 11. I'll Be Home for Christmas, which basically that's last because I'll Be Home for Christmas is like. It barely not counts. Even, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it barely counts. You want, you want my hot take? I think this mm-hmm. is a I think this is a top five of the Christmas album. You wow. Yeah, I really like this song. I think it's one. It it it's vibey. It's a little ballady, but I like it. I think I like it better than Happy Birthday, Guadalupe, honestly. I yeah, exactly. Like I feel about this one the way I wanted to feel about Happy Birthday, Guadalupe. I like it better than I do like it better than I feel it in my bones. 
I like it better than Christmas in LA. So it would, might be top five, maybe top six. I don't um, know. I think I think I think the Santa murder trilogy, which pretty is dang good. The, is is objectively the best three. And then you just got to figure out what is the sec what what comes after that. You know, those three songs should be one, two, three. And then actually, it's probably one, three, two, because I think I think dirt sledding is better than um, I feel it in my bones personally. Well, Spencer, it's okay. You're used to being incredibly wrong. Did you did you like I feel it in my bones more? No, no, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, like I'm just I'm just giving you shit, Spencer. It's like my thing. That's like why I'm here. Oh, okay. It's I mean that's fair. Whenever um, you're getting your whenever your confidence is a little too high, I'm there to bring you back down. Just just sweep the leg. Right, exactly. Spencer's sweep the spinning leg. plates on top of a chair in a restaurant. Everybody's cheering his name, Spencer. Spencer. He feels great. This is the greatest night of his life, and I will kick the chair out from under his. Legs. And you just you just huck. A thing at my thing. <laughs> a thing at my thing. Spencer, have you read a book before? I don't even know how to read. We've established this. God dang it. And I sent those t- private tutors to your home. I I jerked off on them and sent them on their way. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't if, if, we, if, we, if we had a video accompaniment to this podcast i i covered my face with my hand yeah this <laughs> it's not the it's not the earlier implication that we should have a podcast about the man show hosted by women <laughs> no, no it's the coming on random individuals for no reason and without consent that's probably <laughs> that's probably much worse In the grand scheme of things, I think it is because you can twist the man show podcast hosted by women into like a maybe it's empowering. It's probably going to be way better. I would 1000 percent if I was being forced to listen to a podcast about the man show, I would much rather it be two women than like two dudes discussing the man show. Two white men talking about (laughs) the man show. Well, anyway, in this episode, I saw tits. So uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, pot over. I love pot Miller over Light. Miller Light. <laughs> God, no, I did not come on those private tutors. They they they're not real. This is a joke. We're making jokes, everybody. That's right. None of this actually happened. I did not send private to. I did not spend my own money to to tutor Spencer to read. That's what the government's for. Yeah. Your tax dollars did that. Your tax, your tax dollars. Yeah, the tuners were real, but they were paid with taxes. <laughs> wow, Spencer, Spencer sent them away with a different kind of payment. Yes. Anyway, so, so right. So, what what do you think about uh, Sandy's list here? I in I like the how high don't shoot me Santa is. It's you accurate. know, I'm not that big of a fan of Boots. I'm, it didn't hit with me as well. I think I think I Boots like, is a solid number five. I think it's right after this one. I like the sled do this the sled series, the Santa Santa assault. 
Sandy likes Happy Birthday Guadalupe and Christmas in L. I like I cannot for the life of me remember Christmas in L.A. When I try and think of the melody of that song, all I think of is falling asleep. It's um, uh, you know something. Maybe she got married, had a couple of kids. Who do you think you're fooling, man? Of course she did. That's the only part I remember. What do you think? Does that that jog your memory? That, didn't, that did not help me at all. Wow, fuck. I don't know. That Christmas was Christmas in LA. I want to make. A, a, oh yeah, that's how the chorus goes. <laughs> I remember it now. I didn't. I wasn't really even singing notes there. I just kind of. Well, yeah, but now I remember how it goes. I'm not going to sing it because uh, me singing on the pod, like you can you can see the distinct cutoff in the timestamps where people just stop listening. <laughs> Since we start singing and people are like, uh, nope, nope, Didn't come here to have my faith in music ruined. Exactly. But but that was like the best episode. We had Santa on there. That is a wait. We had Christmas in L.A. with Santa. Oh. Yeah, he that's did the, the only thing. That's why I liked Santa. But he did. I, I just he did the pun. The he said Christmas in laws. I didn't say that I liked. It was hilarious. I was I was dying. I'm still dying. I didn't. It, it was wasn't like a, because I don't like the episode that we recorded. It is the song itself that I don't remember. Ah. Who do you think? Santa was incredibly jolly. Yes, Santa. Needs to come back. We need to get Santa back. I've I've actually already contacted Santa. We're getting Santa back. I just haven't recorded it yet. Spoilers. Santa's coming. Just like me. After we're done recording the pod. And during. And no. You'd hear it. <laughs> I have standards. <laughs> You'd hear it. Well you- I I'm, uh, I have so many questions, but I have to move on from this. <laughs> I have to for my sanity. Just just loud, just just loud noises. I'm just gonna imagine that like a cartoon noise happens, like yeah. something that's not appropriate to what's happening. Exactly. It's it's like well, a, like it's the like sound when it's like an some... old it's like an old Model T horn. That's what. <laughs> 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 or, it's, or it sounds I think I was thinking it would sound like somebody it's like a foghorn it's a fog spitting horn. into a spitting. <laughs> this might be the grossest like lengthy description we've ever gone into these this Christmas trilogy has just I, I feel like I'm in a cage has it perhaps broken you I won't say that yet. I'm still not really w- willing to give up the nuke codes. So, oh, can I have the nuke codes, Michael? Yeah, absolutely. See, uh, it's, it's officially it's actually, broken. You, it's just president with a capital P, <laughs> and like and like the number one with an exclamation point. <laughs> it's That's unbreakable. Like, it's one, two, three, four, five. It's all zeros. It's 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 all zeros and you turn the keys and it just works. I remember once uh, being like nine or ten and I went to uh, my sister's house. Different sisters, not the sister that appeared on the pod. And they had uh, access to movie channels, but they couldn't remember the password because they were like locked behind one of those parental locks. 
And they're like, well, we can't remember the password. So I just tried one, two, three, four as like a 10 year old kid and it worked. And that was one of those times where you're like, oh, Michael must be a brilliant hacker. Did you did you fucking feel like brilliant hacker, man? Like uh, oh, sunglasses, I for sure. I was like, like leather <laughs> trench coat, like going into the Best Buy <laughs> on all the keyboards. I acted like I picked up the remote and was like, we're going to have to crack it to the mainframe. And immediately like took a dongle and like hooked it up to a laptop and then was like, you know, furiously typing like all hackers do. Does, is that is are we just calling USB sticks dongles just by default now? No, because it would because dongles are something different. A USB stick is one thing, but like a dongle can be something that does plug into a USB port. But that comes out into some like other, you know, device. Like if you need an HDMI splitter or like. Yeah, no, I, I'm familiar with the concept of a dongle. I just I thought you based on the context you were using. It sounded like you were just describing a USB stick, which is just a USB stick. Uh, ch- no. Chime in if I'm wrong about this. I don't I don't fully understand the nomenclature of a dongle anymore. <laughs> and before we elaborate on that further, or make any inappropriate jokes, which literally got someone fired from their job, which I which is why I'm not touching this. Um, Let's go to the lyrics. All right. You do know about that, right? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, there was like a there was a thing where a person uh, was making jokes to a person in an in an audience about dongles and someone overheard them and tweeted about it and that person got fired. So I am not touching. For real? Yeah, that's the thing. It happened. And wow, I got fired for a dongle joke. Hey, you know what? Dongle just sounds like the fifth Teletubby. <laughs> I'm Dongle. I, I love Watch how, my TV belly. I love how you can make something like that so innocent sounding. <laughs> right, you can. Um, I'm I f- Dongle. One of their names is Popo, which is like it's Uh-oh, a euphemism here, for the police. I know. Here comes the Popo. Hello. <laughs> uh, and then he, you know, and then he beats you because you're a minority or something. Because what are the what are the Teletubbies names? It's it's Lala, uh, Popo, uh, Suicune and Himmler, right? <laughs> yes. For reference, for anyone who doesn't know, those last two were a Pokemon and, and a Himmler. <laughs> Himmler. We don't have to explain who Himmler is. Noted Nazi Himmler. Noted Nazi Himmler. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This episode is an absolute garbage fire. What the fuck? <laughs> Just when you post it, you have to put trigger warning all. Just trigger warning. Yes. <laughs> Check every box. Yeah. Just, just if, if you have ever experienced anything in life, you will hate this. If you've been triggered ever in your life, just just don't just don't. Anyway, so I think I'm on annotations this week. Yep. Oh, sick. OK, so. um. I get to, I get to do the beginning part. Yeah, do the intro. All right. So Soul of a Troll really came through for us on this one. 
Uh, we waited till Thursday to record so I could give Soul of a Troll as much time as possible to truly make this a horrific nightmare. And uh, they have absolutely come through for us. It is so good. And with that said, I begin Joseph Better You Than Me by the band The Killers featuring Neil, a.k.a. David Tennant and Elton John. <laughs> featuring Doctor Who. Featuring Doctor Who. <laughs> You know what the saddest part is like it's like I didn't know that Neil Tennant was the Pet Shop Boys guy. And then you listen to the song and you're like, oh, yeah, it's the Pet Shop Boys guy because he just sounds like it's the Pet Shop Boys guy. You can't think. Sometimes when Spencer starts speaking, I just I'm thinking in my head, is he going to be able to nail this landing? Most of the time, no. Yes. Anyway, Soul of a Troll wrote the bio of this song, and uh, here's what it is. A song by the killers about being cuckolded by God. <laughs> Cucked by God. Cucked by God. That's uh, that's the name of our next podcast, by the way. <laughs> Cucked by God. It'll it's be actually about Teletubbies. Well, no, it'll it'll be about all the times that historical pantheons fucked people on earth okay so a lot of greek mythology a lot of greek mythology but then again god in ancient texts was like the coomer progenitor so i mean bow down to <clears throat> your daddy coomers i do every day <laughs> Anyway, this song features Elton John and Neil Tennant of the Pet Shop Boys, both strong influences on the killer's signature style. See questions about the song. Now, there are no questions about the song, so I'm going to F5 the page just in case this has been updated. Um, unfortunately, it hasn't. So uh, we will we'll read this part next week. Anyway, verse one, Brandon Flowers. Well, your eyes just haven't been the same, Joseph. Soul of a Troll says Joseph's friend and confidant laments his risky face protection free approach to carpentry. I should point out um, there is a term for this because I watched the YouTube channel uh, AVE. I think that's the channel. And uh, it's called Safety Squints, where you just squint your eyes real good. And that's uh, better than. Not it's it's not better than iPro, but it's better than nothing. Go on. Are you bad at dealing with the fame, Joseph? There's a pale moonshine above you. Soul of a Troll says, word of advice, never hire the Dukes of Hazard to put up your missiles. <laughs> wow. God. Do you see both sides? Do they shove you around? Just like Fox News. <sighs> First two, Elton John and Brandon Flowers. Is the touchstone forcing you to hide, Joseph? Are the rumors eating you alive, Joseph? Soul of a Troll says, This addresses the strange position that Joseph finds himself in of raising a child that is not his. His wife insists in his wife instead subject to a divine birth. This is a perspective of the Christmas story rarely focused on. In the relatively unwoke times of zero A.D. Nazareth. Oh, boy, that's Ooh. that's that's a sentence. There would 
likely be local gossip and slash or internal confusion over Joseph's role in the household. The relatively unwoke times of zero AD. Unbelievable. (laughs) So good. Go on. When the holy night is upon you, will you do what's right? The position is yours. That's uh, actually a direct quote from Dark Souls. Really? Core. No. I, be- I believe that. <laughs> it just sounds, can you imagine? You just walk up on some like wafy looking ghost knight who's like, when the holy night is upon you, will you do what's right? The position is yours. Someone, and then that's it. They don't give you anything. Nothing else happens. But and then, you do have to bring them back like a an no. elderberry twig. No, and then you hear them. Then you hear them just die immediately. And <laughs> you get like four hundred souls. Right. Pink. Taurus, better you John. than me. <laughs> uh, from the temple walls to the New York night. Soul of a Troll says, sons of bankers, sons of lawyers, and sons of carpenters would understand. I mean, that's a reference to the uh, Mona Leasers and Mad... Mona Leasers, Mona Leasers and Mad Hatters? Mad Hasses. Yes. Exactly. Uh, our decisions rest on a child. Uh, this one, this is one of those jokes that requires explaining because it's... Soul of a Troll did a thing, and I feel like this is like a just-for-me thing, and I just want you to know Soul of a Troll... This brought me so much joy, but no one gets this but me and Michael and now the audience, because I'm going to explain it to them. But in a different episode of a killer song or a different song, there's an annotation by Soul of a Troll for the lyric writing my decision home. And I don't remember the name of the song. I know the song like I can hear it in my head. It's from Sawdust, but I don't remember the title. Um, But. There's an annotation by Soul of a Troll that says a decision is a three humped camel. And so Soul of a Troll, I thought it was the funniest shit ever. I posted it on the Twitter like months ago when when the Soul of a Troll saga first began. Um, Anyway, so Soul of a Troll says the three's wide men rode to Bethlehem on decisions, a special type of camel with three humps in order to meet the newborn son of God on Christmas Day. I mean, couldn't they have just written one decision and they each get their own hump? Um, that's seems... not how decisions work. Oh, they they were writing their decision home. Gotta meet the news. When she took her stand, did she hold your hand? Will your faith stand still or run away? Soul of a Troll says it is borne out time and again by history that the best deities are the inanimate ones. Hey, true. That is really <laughs> true. Who's your favorite inanimate de- deity, Michael? Mm. Mm. Scrappy do. Offler the crocodile god. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. To those of you who read Discworld. Run away. Run away. Verse three. Elton John, when they have driven you so far that you think you're going to drop, do you wish you were back there at the carpenter shop? Good rhyme. Neil Tennant. David Tennant. With, with David Tennant. With the play, plane and the lathe. Plane and the lathe? Never, the work never drove you mad. You're a maker, a creator, not just somebody's dad. I love that fucking verse. Send that to your dad in a Christmas card, Spencer. I- 
I mean, it's and act like it's your lyric. It's a good verse. I'm sorry. I think it's an excellent verse. Also, just why do you apologize for liking things? It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm feeling very apologetic today. I'm really tired. Your entire life, Spencer. Every time we have go back, everybody go back and listen to your favorite up and see if I dislike the song and Spencer likes it. He'll say, I like this song. Hate to tell you. Oh, I'm sorry, but I I enjoy this. Like I'm going to like every time Spencer likes something, I go back. I go to his house and burn him with cigarettes. You don't. This will fix you. You don't do that? Oh, I do burn you with cigarettes, but if for something completely different. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just, you just, I mean, you, you do it until I say the safe word. Mm, it's really mostly out of malice. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> until I say the safe word. It's until Spencer makes me tendies from scratch again. I've only done that like once. Yeah, I know. You said it was a pain in the ass and you never wanted to do it again. Yeah, because it's a pain in the ass. And I never want to do it again. <laughs> exactly. See, and now and now you get burned. I'll make you Japanese style fried chicken, which is much easier. OK, deal. Uh, bone. It's it's still boneless, but it's not tendies. Boneless. So you, you haven't even read the annotation yet. No. Let's hear it. Soul of a Troll says, in this verse, Joseph is urged to center himself and glean self-respect from his lifetime of hard work in carpentry instead of ruminating on his status as Jesus' adoptive father. Is that a special type of Jesus? No, I just, whenever I see the last letter S apostrophe, my brain does not interpret them, so I always just add like zzzz for a million years i see i see yeah chorus chorus from the temple uh we already read this chorus from the temple walls to the new york night our decisions rest on a man when i take the stand will he hold my hand will my faith stand still or run away run away verse five elton john elton john two and brandon flowers and the desert, it's a hell of a place to find heaven. Forty years lost in the wilderness, looking for God. Looking for God. Bum, bum, bum. Also a great verse. An Old Testament to the story. Oh, that's terrible. Soul of a troll. Come on. That's that's bad even for, for you. A parentheses old testament to the story of Moses, who in search of the promised land with some toy Israelis. <laughs> Wow. I think that's Toit. I think that's Toit Israelites. That's what is it? Toit Israelites. Toit Israelites stayed at the top of a desert mountain for 40 days and nights to receive the Ten Commandments from God. Toit. Toit. Toit Israelites. Toit Israelites. Looking down on the city where you were born. Oh, the years since you left gave you time to sit back and reflect. Bum, bum, bum. Refrain, refrain. Elton John and Brandon Flowers. Better than you than me. Better you than me. Better you than me, yeah. Well, the holy night is upon you. Better you. Better you. Do you see both sides? Do they shove you around? Better you than me, Joseph. Better you than me. Better you than me, Joseph, 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 Joseph. Than me? Better you than me. Better you. Better you. Better you than me. 
you can do that. You can do this whole like refrain here, but do it in the style of uh, like a church. Uh, no, like uh, call and that, response in in uh, what's that movie? Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner with uh, Ryan Gosling, and he. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, I. And when he has to prove that he's still like uh, that, he's a he's not self aware, crazy. Yeah, so it's like. The robot's like, better you than me. And he has to be like, better you than me. Better you than me. Yeah, well, the holy night is upon you. Better, better you, better you. you. <laughs> Do you see both sides? They shove you around. Better you than me, Joseph. Yeah. Well, Spencer's the replicant. Kill him. Oh, no. <laughs> well, all right. That's basically, that's my interpretation of uh, of the Blade Runner movies. Oh, no. Outro, Brandon Flowers. Well, your eyes just haven't been the same, Joseph. Soul of a Troll says the narrator reiterates their warning about safe woodworking practices following Joseph's upgrade to an industrial grade jigsaw. Wow. Soul of a Troll, you are you are an absolute treasure. And I, I I hope we tell you that every single week. Spencer will whisper it to you as you sleep. Only uh, if you sign up for our Patreon, which is soulofatruck.com slash Patreon slash give us money. What are your thoughts on those lyrics? They're great. Joseph better than I you love know. this song. They're, these are great lyrics. I think I like all the lyrics delivered by not Brandon the most. But who cares? They're all good. Yeah. I agree. Lyrics aren't bad. I'm, lyrics are like my, the least of my concerns with this one. Yeah. You know, I'll have to, I'm going to have to revisit the song. Yeah, no, I'm to give it a full, full review. But so far, I was just like another slow Christmas song. Shoot me. Yeah. Well, do you want Santa to shoot you? No. And then we Please, just Santa. and then we just launch into the don't shoot me Santa episode an hour into the. <laughs> And then everyone that, that's listening is like, holy shit, was I drugged? That's the preview for next week's pun, by the way. That is uh, that's what we're going to just do. Just going to be like, I'm just going to say something to make Michael say, shoot me. I'm going to say, do you want Santa to shoot you? And then Michael goes, no. And then we play the song. That's <laughs> that's the pun next week. Uh, spoiler alert. That's 100 percent what we're doing. You we don't have a choice in the matter. That's too good. Unless Michael has a funnier pun, which I doubt. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. We will find out. We will find out. Michael, do you have a better pun next week? I don't know. Oh, so you don't. You haven't. I'll have to go into my lab. You haven't. <laughs> your lab. That's right. <laughs> it's just the closest Arby's. So I did DoorDash a little bit this week. Oh, yeah. And I found all the people who eat at Arby's because I had to do a pickup from an Arby's and deliver it somewhere. Where are they? Uh, there's an Arby's on uh, near Olin Road. Yes. And they're uh, they're in the Arby's drive through buying Arby's. Oh, I'm in the car ordering Arby's for my kid in bed. That's my favorite Blink-182 song. <laughs> Where are you? I'm at the Arby's. Anyway, um, do we want to do covers? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's kind of part of our contract. I know. Do we want to do an ad? Hmm. 
ad. In that silence, I played an ad, so it's too late. <laughs> I was still saying, hmm, it was a very long run. My mic probably wasn't picking it up. No, so I, I, it I picked either. it up. I picked it up. I just, I just, uh, you know, decided you when it stopped. When when the lowness of your grumble noise stopped, I just decided I'm playing an ad right there. That's fair. Anyway, so this is so this first cover is from a user Saint Cade, and the video is called "The Killers." Joseph, better you than me. Vocal cover, and this is like it's like a teen. Maybe like an older teen. Like a, like a talent show? It's what it looks like to me. doing the Elton John voice. Yeah. Well, that was a nice talent show cover from Vesti Vesterson. What'd you think of that? You said it was nice. I uh, said it was nice. It was. Yeah, that was nice. Very pure. Very pure. Very wholesome. Very. What's that word? Um, earnest. Earnest. That's right. What's our next cover, Spencer? What um, do you got for me? I don't know. I'm just noticing that my like Twitter is blowing up. So uh, if I Ooh. if I became viral over the recording of this episode. Awesome. And if not like your personal Twitter or the soul of a truck Twitter, the podcast Twitter. OK. So uh, if we went viral because of some dumb shit I shared, that's amazing. Anyway, so next up, we've got the user Barrett Tat Tatadam. What? This is our one Gerwig for the oh, week. Oh, here it is. Big time Gerwig. Only. Uh, there's a fridge in the background? There's a oh, fridge. My oh my god, my ears. It's very loud. Gerwig. Welcome to Gerwig country. We got terrible sound and it's always in a different room. Hold on, I'm I'm checking something really quick. Glamp for a second. Spencer sounds like he's really far away. 
Yeah, because my microphone is turned away from my body. Glamp for a Why? second. Because I'm because I had my microphone Why? twisted outward what, what, like what that. And then I twisted it back. You're going to hear that all in the audio. Not fixing that. Spencer, what's wrong with you? A lot of things. I can verify. Um, no, the reason I was distracted is because I was trying to find that that cover gave me very strong uh, uh, Mr. Sun's 10 energy. And I feel like this user and Mr. Sun's 10, a.k.a. Godzilla fan 9000 should form a band together and it would be the best band in the world. It would be like what? Tenacious D, but like way better. Be like Tenacious E. But why is your mic still so quiet? Oh, wait, never mind. I need to turn myself back up. You're fucking. I had to turn, I, I had to turn my headphones down because that Gerwig was so loud. You turn your head. You didn't just lower the volume in the video. No, I turned my headphones down. It was oh. a, I pulled the ripcord. Oh, I feel that. Yeah, I just lowered the volume on the video. Um. Okay. Anyway. So yeah, that that person had like crazy big Mister Sun's ten energy, and it was great. Ten out of ten. You're the best. I love these wholesome. Keep them coming. Earnest covers. Keep, keep them coming. Keep, keep doing, doing your work. It. Yeah. All right. One more. This is our last cover and this is a band cover, um, but the video has the wrong song title. So but it is the song. So the video is called Better You Than Me, Joseph. And the video is from the user Oceanside Lutheran Church, because, of course, oh. there's a, ch a church. Oh, no. Oh, no. And it's got like it's got the default basic video editing. It's got yeah, the default. Maiden. Oh, wow. And it has Gerwig quality recording. Girl with a beret at the piano. Dude with hoodie and guitar singing. the song I couldn't hear the guy singing at all the piano was like bang 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 bang, bang. <laughs> I like the religious imagery behind them it's like a really no, it weird painting it, it really works and then there's like a abstract looking photo but like it's like bird we pray to bird pray to bird I I got to say um more than anything else um all I could think was Joseph better you than me, a song by Coldplay. <laughs> cling, 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 cling. So much piano, aggressive piano. But no, am I wrong? Like, you don't think that sounds like it seems like a Coldplay song? It does. 
It does. I don't I don't know. I don't think the song itself gives Coldplay vibes, but that video of someone else performing the song gives mad Coldplay vibes. It really does. Or like um, the Frey vibes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And both. I mean, the Frey is like Christian adjacent. They basically are Christian. Yeah, they're basically a Christian rock band. Yeah. So which we discussed when we talked about the Frey during uh, one of our previous eps. That's my uh, that's my favorite rock band game. Christian rock band. (laughs) Christian rock band. (laughs) You know, like there was Beatles rock band. You know, (laughs) Christian rock. And there's also a Christian rock band. Somebody gets to play the cross. It's got like a Reliant K. It's basically just Reliant K and MXP. Switchfoot. Switchfoot. MXPX. uh, uh, Five Iron Frenzy. Yeah. uh, Newsboys. uh, DC Talk. Uh, Steam Curtis Chapman, uh, um, uh, City Lights, uh, or Capital Lights. And before you get mad at me for not knowing, Flyleaf, uh, uh, fucking Avril Lavigne. Oh my god! Like recent Avril Lavigne. Uh, I heard. What's uh? Wasn't Taylor Swift like a Christian artist at the beginning? No, uh, Katy Perry was, though. Katy Perry. Yeah, it's got Katy Perry songs. Christian rock band. Harmonics, get on that shit real quick. That's a good idea. They'll sell a bajillion copies. Well, uh, we started with uh, some terrible jokes about farts and ended with the joke about Christian rock band. Yeah. Welcome to the diverse humor salad that is soul of a truck thanks for listening everybody i mean you're the reason we continue to create incredible top quality content (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) so what are your final thoughts of the song joseph are you the me by the band the killers i want to give this one another listen um i was uh my mind was warped by the influence of the two very depressing Christmas songs before beforehand. I mean, happy birthday Guadalupe isn't necessarily depressed, depressing, but I don't know. It was just just, shit. It was just shit. I'm always like, (laughs) I'm just always looking for some crocodile rock sounding Christmas tunes. You put Nelton John in my Christmas tune. I want more crocodile rock and Saturday nights. All right. For fighting and less candle in the wind. Feel me candle in the crocodiles rock. That's right. Saturday that's nights, very, all right for the yellow brick, brick road. The bitch is back. The bitch is a rocket man. Wow. Wow. Rocket bitch. Rocket bitch. Hell yeah. Quick, someone mash up all of the Elton John slow songs with all of the Elton John fast songs. It sounds like some like complete chaos. I would fuck. I would listen to the shit out of that. I would fuck. I would fuck. Anyway, Polio. no, what, what, what? I got to pull up the thing I got to read at the end of every episode anyway. So say whatever you were going to say. No. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you made it all the way to the end of this episode, as always, thank you. We appreciate you doing that. 
Michael, love. Michael appreciates it too. If you would like to support us, perhaps financially, you can always click the link at the bottom of every episode of the podcast. That is the anchor affiliate link, and you can throw a couple bucks our way. If you want to have access to episode notes and quote unquote other stuff, you can also support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash soul of a truck killers podcast. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. That is at soul of a truck pod. That's where I spend most of my time trolling. And Michael spends most of his time trolling on the Instagram, which is instagram.com slash soul of a dot com. I think I said cut where slash soul of a truck pod. I've been Spencer Polio and with me, as always, has been Michael L. Nance. Michael, say goodbye. Love you.